0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast. This is your host, Dr. Amber Selkin, where we are in Season 13 entitled The ABCs of Winning the Mental Game. Last year in 2022, we released the book called Winning the Mental Game, the Playbook for Building Championship Mindsets and it has just been remarkable the feedback that we've gotten from business organizations, corporations who are using the book as part of their book club, Um, high school football teams that are using it with their teams as part of their mental playbook, entire schools using it as part of there student development um, for student athletes, for students, Uh, and then again, just individuals who are looking for tangible ways to truly lay a solid mental performance foundation that help them show up and deliver their best. So in this season of the podcast, we wanted to take this concept of winning the mental game a a little bit different angle, but similarly, nonetheless, we are expecting our very first baby, Miss Eliana Bell here to joined the world and it's been an incredible journey with her thus far. And so this season of the ABCs of winning the mental game is a tip and a nod to her uh, joining this world, but also a call out to the need to return to fundamentals. The depth and the rigor of of the science behind all of this is phenomenal. But what I've seen in the last um, two to three years, and really on a more macro level, probably the last 10 years, of just the plethora of information and data out there, but what I'm seeing that do to high performers is just create Too much information, you know, too much out there for people to process. And so they're always looking for what's the next thing, what's the next thing. And what this season is intended to do is to call us back to just some of the fundamentals. Man, I would say all the time, winning the mental game, brain science, is not rocket science. It's just brain science, and we all have a brain, so we can learn this stuff. And so this season is intended to give us um, just some of the fundamentals of what we know is the right way to think about and to approach life and work and family and performance in general but perhaps we've gotten away from it, from the consistent application of it. And so today in episode three, we're talking about the letter B. And do you know what B stands for? B is for belief. Belief in oneself. Belief that the work that we are putting in is actually going to make a difference in the world. Because here's the thing, if you don't believe, why the heck are you doing what you do? If you don't believe in your marriage, why are you? Why are you putting the effort in? If you don't believe in the future of your kids and what what goodness and greatness they can bring the world, why are you raising kids? If you don't believe in the company and the product and the work that you're doing on a day to day basis, why are you doing it? And I think that that's a lot of reason why people are so unhappy because they haven't really paused to consider why they're doing what they're doing and and truly believe in how important what they're doing really is. So it allows them to show up to life with this nonchalant attitude that that then takes the, the depth and the importance out of what they're doing. And life gets pretty mundane and pretty average. So let me give you a definition, okay? The definition for belief is an acceptance that a statement is true or that something exists. It's a trust, a faith, or a confidence in someone or something. Do you have a trust of faith or confidence in someone or something and namely yourself? Do you have a belief that that something is true, that it exists, that again what you're doing matters? And again if we don't believe, how do we show up with that the right type of action and intentionality and passion that excellence and winning truly takes? I'll give you a couple, you know, personal examples. I believed that the husband that I had always dreamed for and wanted existed in the world, okay. And so it drove the decisions I made in terms of dating, in terms of the people that I that were really good people that I've met along the way that I didn't decide to ultimately marry because I believed someone like Aaron James Selking existed in the world. Now I'm not gonna lie. It took me a lot longer to find this little gem than I thought it was going to. I thought I would be married way before age 29, but I wasn't. And man, I am glad that I believed he existed or else I wouldn't have waited that long and I would have sacrificed, and I would have wound up with someone who doesn't understand me like he understands me, who doesn't challenge me like he challenged me, who doesn't support me like he supports me, forgive me like he forgives me, makes me laugh like he does. I mean, this dude is hilarious. (laughs) Even in some of the most tense moments, he can get me to laugh about stuff, and he is hes my guy, And man, I'm glad I believed he existed or or else we wouldn't get to create this life that we've been able to build together so far. You know, I believed that we were meant to have a baby and it took us a lot longer than we thought. I mean, we tried for three and a half years and we lost a baby along the way, but we believed that it was possible and we were called to be parents. So we just trusted the process and kept kept at it, you know, (laughs) you know what they say? Um, But but more so, you know, it allows you to endure the hardship and the challenge and the loneliness and the sense of loss and sense of grief that can exist along the way. And so the same is true in our lives. Like, do we believe in our dreams and in the things that are in our hearts? Because it's that belief that will allow us to persist when it gets really challenging. There's a a fable out there about a Chinese bamboo story called Water the Bamboo. We use it a lot. Um, For for five years, I served as the vice president of leadership and culture for Lippert, which is a global publicly traded manufacturing company and still doing incredible work with that organization. But we use this analogy a lot in terms of how we talk about leadership and culture in general in organizations. Um, And there's this story that goes that this old man gave this boy these bamboo seeds and he told him he has to plant the seeds and water the bamboo every day day. And so the little boy does it. But what he finds out is the seeds don't do anything for a really long time. And yet he believed what the old man said, that these bamboo seeds were going to do something special. So he just kept watering the bamboo, tilling the soil and watering the bamboo. And in five years... Those bamboo, like nothing happened. The seeds were under the ground. But in year five, the bamboo actually grew 80 feet in just six weeks. And so what that what happened was, right? Underground, the root system was growing and developing and getting stronger. But what would have happened if the boy didn't believe? If he didn't believe that that old man had given him seeds that were going to really do something special, he would have quit. And he would have never got to experience the incredible growth that those seeds offered due to his diligence. Eleanor Roosevelt said, the future belongs to those who believe in the beauty of their dreams. Do you believe in your dreams? Are you willing to till the soil and water the bamboo? Are you willing to wait? Are you willing to have something inside of you that you know is amazing, but yet put in the nine months or the five years that it takes to bring that dream to fruition. I mean, another personal example, I knew I wanted to work in college football. I mean, from the day I started the field of sports psychology, studying in the field of sports psychology, I knew I wanted to work in college football. I knew I wanted to work in football in general. And for five years of grad school, a lot of what I got from professors and other people were, oh, you'll never work in football. Women don't work in college football. Women don't work in pro football like that. Your motives, your motives are going to be questioned if you work in football. And so I took a lot of beating along the way about how it wasn't going to work and it would never work. But guess what? I believed. And I got a chance to work with some incredible college football coaches, some incredible NFL coaches, some incredible student athletes and athletes and competitors at, at this level in this sport. Because I believed and I was willing to put in the work to do that. That's another element right, that we have to understand that belief drives work. Your belief just can't be in an idea that you have in your mind, and then you sit around and you wait for it. You have to work for it, not wait for it. And belief, if you really believe it's going to happen, regardless of how long it takes, you're willing to do today what you say you want tomorrow. And that's what belief drives for us. That's why Eleanor Roosevelt's quote, Again, the future belongs to those who believe in the beauty of their dreams. Not necessarily today. The belief in your future is what drives your action today. But the manifestation of that work often takes longer than we think, than we want, than we hope for. But are you willing to do the work long enough to get what you say that you want. That's the distinguishing factor of high performance. And that's why belief drives winning the mental game. So your championship mindset training for this week is to just ask yourself, where do you need to reignite your belief and therefore reignite the aligned actions that will bring that to fruition? So reignite that belief and more importantly, reignite the work in the action that it's gonna take to bring what's in your heart to fruition. Thank you so much for joining us again. Check out our book, Winning the Mental Game. Check us out on all social media platforms and we'll hit you on team follow back on Twitter and Instagram at Champ Mindsets, on Facebook at Selking Performance Group and LinkedIn as well. And then again, if you're interested in keynote speaking or performance coaches, uh, shoot me an email directly, drselking at selkingperformance.com. I look forward to winning the mental game with you, learning and applying all of these ABCs. But for now, you've been listening to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast. This is your host, Dr. Amber Selkin, And from the locker room to the boardroom, I just want to challenge you to continue building your championship mindset.